Welcome to Quantum Untanglement, the podcast about the intersection of shamanism, technology, science, and art. Hello, everyone. This is Jacqueline Denali. I am your host for Quantum Untanglement, and today we're going to get a little personal and also into an area that I know people are quite fascinated with, and that is the idea of energetic sex. This has also been known as Tantra, but there's many different modalities that can lend themselves to this kind of area. So let me first start with my personal experience. During my first months of journeying, when I went into Shaman 101, I was struggling to understand an incredibly strong connection to this man that I worked with that is not my ex-husband. I was married at the time. I met versions of him in the energetic world that I would journey in. And one of the first encounters was in one of my spirit, um, my spirit helpers spaces. So I call her grandma and she does a lot of traditional healing medicine. So when I entered, he just swooped in and basically like tackled me on the table in this huge hug and was just so happy to finally have access to me in this unrestricted way. Because obviously in the physical, we don't have any, you know, interaction in that way. We, um, both of our spouses knew that we had basically, you know, work husband, work wife at the time that we were attracted to each other, but there was definitely a barrier. But in the energetic realm, there wasn't the same thing. And I had such a love of those hugs. Like they felt real. They felt full. They felt like there was nothing that was false about them. And so this energetic version of him would give advice on how to deal with the physical version of him. And this one day, we absolutely had sex in the astral realm. And when I say that, I meant that there was like an entire blending. I could not tell where he ended and I started. And the orgasm that came out of that literally lasted at least 10 minutes. It just felt like we were so close to full love. And when I say love, um, that's a complicated word. A lot of people, especially in the Western culture, feel like there's limited definitions of love and there's, um, there's not. I mean, it's not just like love of child, love of parent, uh, which is a deeper love than maybe love of friend, which is a lesser love than love of your spouse, whoever that may be, or your partner. This I mean more from the point of view of love as its own being and own entity and getting to experience that. So afterwards, the energetic version of him was like, you should show this to the physical version of him. And then I got a little uncomfortable because I have personally not had any trauma sexually in my life. I'm very lucky in that sense, but energetically, through past lives, through the um, ancestral DNA that I hold, oh my goodness, so much. Like I was numb below my waist for years. And it took, 
it took a lot of effort to get any sort of sensation whatsoever. So I've always had issues, at least back then. And I also had the whole issue of the fact that we were both married at the time. And although there was that strong attraction and it was known, we didn't hide that, there was definitely a line that we couldn't cross. And so one day I was celebrating with him. We went to get drinks and food because I had injured my ankle and I'd finally found some pain relief and his wife came because why not? And we were a little tipsy and they start flirting through me. And I realized that day that they were some ways using my energy to kind of encourage their own, you know, heightened experience with each other. And so things started spiraling down pretty quickly from there. Um, I did make, I finally, like, I would have moments where I would be driving on the highway, which is a very unsexy place to be, and all of a sudden it felt like I was having full penetration sex. And obviously, (laughs) that was not coming from me, um, as I was not having any sort of thoughts beforehand. So it was coming from him. But I felt very uncomfortable at the time, because it was early in my spiritual time frame of not believing what's going on to actually frankly have a conversation with him about what was going on. This leads to a little bit of the issue of consent when it comes to the energy because obviously I was very attracted to him so I was open to those advances but we hadn't actually had the conversation of the timing of it, the the appropriateness of, of how deep it could feel. Um, is it cheating? I kind of feel like it was. Um, so I did eventually approach him about the situation. And of course, he declined any further things. I was like, okay, I'll try not to be weird. And I was immediately weird. And that was kind of the end of our friendship. Um, I mean, we seriously were to the point where we were reading each other's minds. It was that intense of a connection. So when it comes to energetic sex like when you are going through the experience with somebody else and you have the agreement that that's the thing you're exploring as much as exploring food or exploring um, going on hikes and um, to all the national parks or your spiritual practices whatever it happens to be it's wonderful when you have the agreement and you can have the conversations about your comfort levels your boundaries like consent's really important in the physical world it just gets really blurry in the energetic because if you didn't resonate towards it, it wouldn't come to you. And yet, sometimes things are not pretty. They're, they're traumatic, but they come to you in the energetic world because you're calling upon it. You feel that you need to have that in your life to understand something differently. So it's... I've kind of touched on this a little bit on some of the other podcasts, the idea of like, I don't want to victim shame. And yet, if there was no chance of that being something you desired, it wouldn't be there in the energetic world. You have to have the hard in order to grow. And sometimes having those experiences, we get it through, let's say, reading a book or watching a movie. We go through those emotional experiences. We don't have to have it ourselves to have that outlet. 
whether that's healthy or not is not for me to judge. But sometimes you get it in the physical as well. So I wanted to understand the energetic realm better so that I could protect myself so I didn't feel like I was being energetically used and almost like the energy being taken from me in order to stir somebody else's fire. I wanted to better understand how much others felt that I was projecting out there because, you know, obviously if it's unwanted, I don't want to keep having people feel they're being pulled somewhere they don't want to go fully, but obviously a little bit because the connection's there to begin with. And so I took a Tantra class. I took more than one Tantra class, actually. There's um, a wonderful place near me called Temple in the Trees. And I'm going to kind of go through a tiny bit of their material because obviously that is their livelihood. But just the, the general concept of Tantra, I think, is quite misunderstood. Most people think it's just about sex. It's just about getting off. But really, it's about being present. Absolutely present in your physical body. Present to smells, present to tastes, present to how you are feeling that specific day and what you want from that specific day. Because that can change. And then you need to be able to communicate it to those around you, whether it's a single partner or an entire group. It's about understanding your traumas and how to work through them in this particular modality. Oftentimes people who are in Tantra actually end up in the kink world and I have had some experience in that world too. For me, I find that I have a very hard time letting down around other people. I'm very much more the hostess. I want to make sure everyone is in a good place. And a lot of that is, you know, probably fear of vulnerability, fear that I am not good enough and all the other possible fears that go with the idea of being more of a pleaser. So the kink I tend to aim for is actually um, Shibari. Shibari is the art of tying people up. And normally it's in these beautiful knots. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. It's part of the reason I'm also attracted to it is just it's visually like you put a human being into artwork And in some ways, having a little more flesh on your body is significantly prettier, in my opinion, than those that are really, really, really thin. And so that also fits a little bit better with my, you know, self-worth aspect. But most importantly, you're giving somebody else control. And it's control over my body, but not necessarily in a sexual way. I've had moments where I, I had this one day in particular where I felt like I needed to be cocooned. I wanted to feel safe. And so the person who I was um, communicating with and telling them, you know, this is what I need, and he understood it. And we were at a party with lots of other people, and so he cocooned me. He brought my arms over my chest, holding me tight, my legs close by. And one of the people there was a massage therapist who understood Reiki. And so I knew she was there and helping like hold space for me. What I didn't know, because my eyes were closed and I was dealing with, you know, the feeling of needing to feel safe, was that the entire group was around me holding candles and just holding space for me. And from there, the shaking, the release out of my 
core of all of this concern and fear and worry of not feeling safe was just pouring out of me, crying. And everyone there simply witnessed, which was phenomenal to know that I was really safe from judgment, from people freaking out about it because they didn't understand the experience I was going through. Because we all had experiences that we needed and sometimes it takes the physical. So I found comfort in the deep honesty and authenticity that tends to come with people who take this journey. I don't, I'm not very interested in those that just want to, you know, go to a party and get naked and just stimulate each other. I'm not interested in that. I am interested in the full journey that is oftentimes of sexual trauma. Again, I didn't have it in this lifetime, but my body was holding it deeply. And so with the energy work, I also then did experiment with seeing if I could connect with others for a short time and not have it be, you know, a a deep soul connection. And I was able to start to feel into people's energy, not from necessarily um, a Reiki healing point of view, but with consent, playing with the, the deeper layers of them and some of them in, you know, more of a sexual way just because I needed to understand. And again, I was in a safe place where we could have that conversation. So I can say, hey, I don't exactly know what I'm doing, but can I test a few things out and we'll, you know, make sure it's safe for everyone. Make sure that if something gets weird, then tell me. And if I think that we need to stop, then I will also express that. So it's definitely one of those areas that I think more people energetically connect to each other than they realize. A lot of times they will think that they're making it up. And it's an area that, I mean, never mind that sex is so taboo and teaching safe sex is so taboo, but let's say that you never have physical sex. You're still potentially having sex. And who's preparing you for that emotional experience? Who's preparing you for when you energetically connect to someone who has trauma in the sexual world? Do you take on the trauma? Do you understand it? Do you judge and freak out? Or can you hold space and just witness? Which is what a lot of Tantra is about. One of the most fascinating practices that we learned actually was to get naked and boast. Because the idea is that you are celebrating something about your day that is so fantastic that you expose everything about yourself and just, it has nothing to do with sex. It has to do with your creativity. It has to do with the other things that are a part of your chakra system. And you just celebrate with joy and shine. And again, the other people just witness it and embrace your fantastic, amazing self. And in some ways, that is more vulnerable than having actual sex to me. But it can go the other way. I had another experience where I was on the table 
And there was just three other people. And in this case, it wasn't more on the sexual side. And one of the people who was trying to help me breathe through it, I was like, you know, I am significantly closer to crying than to coming. And I did. I cried. And I fully admit, this is something that happens to me. So if you ever date me, be aware. Um, And one of the people there, it was so uncomfortable for him to witness he had to leave. And later on, when I talked to him about it, he said that he hopes that he never gets so vulnerable that he cries like I did. And that hurt. It hurt deeply to think that that was shameful to him. And it really was just a reflection of him. I know him well enough that that was what was going on. It's that he holds an enormous amount of trauma, like some of the worst I've ever heard. And was not prepared to go through such a thing. And so me being willing to be, again, vulnerable in that way was really hard for him to grasp. And so in the moment, it absolutely felt terrible to hear. I felt like he was a dick. (laughs) And um, I can let it go because he is on his own journey. Who am I to judge? But it did that was probably the last time that I really was in a sexual situation around him. And so, you know, this is how we make our different choices when it comes to the energetic world because we don't have a common language so we can talk about consent, we can talk about being safe with each other in an energy way. And I hope that I hope that this helps you think through some of your old experiences, especially if you still have attachments, you still have what we call courted or potentially um, a soul exchange situation, which just to quickly go over is the idea that if you've been in a relationship with someone that's been pretty deep, you likely have stolen a piece of soul from each other as kind of like, so you won't leave each other because you, there's always that fear. Um, most, most relationships have not evolved to the point where that's, that hostage exchange hasn't happened. Um, and so it's possible, even though you have completely written someone off, they keep coming up in your mind and, or they might be more actively stalkerish in some ways. And it might be that not only do you need to break a cord, you need to actually have somebody exchange the souls and get the soul pieces back. It's, it's really complicated, right? Um, sex is really complicated, and I don't think that we give it enough credit because we're so concerned with the physical act. We're so concerned about how it relates to whatever religion that you may have heard about or follow that we can't dig into all the different layers that exist with it which is kind of sad because there's an endless amount of exploration and curiosity that can exist. I hope that you have a wonderful day. And if you need support to go through any kind of concerns in this space, I highly recommend seeing both a therapist as well as potentially some kind of a spiritual modality. For me, I spent a lot of time early on with a a Reiki master. I had an enormous amount of 
ancestral and um, past lives that had to just like pour out of me session after session after session. I just had enormous amount of sadness that was not my own. And that's how I started on my journey. Thank you.